to get with the programming. I'm Chase Singer. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And this is a preview of what it will be our weekly Inside the Leaderboard show, which I'm pumped. I love our name. I love the name of the show. But, uh, Bill, we are T-minus eight days. Dude, I'm getting like just, I'm, I'm pulling up my blanket right now. I'm getting all comfy and cozy for this time slot. Yes. It's going to be here. Every, every Wednesday, Wednesday. Every Wednesday throughout the Open, we will have a standing inside the leaderboard show. It will be 24 hours before the Open announcement the coming Thursday. So say it's next week. Let's just project, project ourselves into the future. We come on 12.15 Central, 10.15 Whatever time zone you're Pacific. West Coast. Best West Coast. Coast snob Coast. <laughs> Central time. <laughs> and we are going to run our Inside the Leaderboard show. So next week, we are going to have our show that we did back in December. So if you guys didn't see that, I think it's labeled as the best episode we've ever done, which I should probably make it Inside the Leaderboard mock show but we are going week to week this is outside of what crossfit is doing we are going to do our own ranking using the open and quarterfinals to create our worldwide top 100 list and then take that into a strength of field calculation for the top 100 and then create games allocated spots and it'll change week to week as the leaderboard unfolds around the world during the open this year and it's done just for entertainment purposes. Just for It'll funsies. Super fun. However, you got to admit, there's a little low-key, passive-aggressive kind of, hey, CrossFit, look what you can do. Oh, no, Bill. I am I am officially not doing that. Okay, good. I have to, this is a legal disclaimer. Chase Ingram is officially not saying this is what okay. you should do. That's what I said. This is but I will say officially, purpose. Bill Grundler is absolutely saying that. I am absolutely. So if you take the I am absolutely not of Chase Ingram and the I absolutely am of Bill Grundler, you can kind of put it somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Because we're going to just show exactly the importance of it. I mean, not only just for fun and for excitement and for, to look at all the different all the different ways that uh, we have either been discussing who should be going to what places and are we getting the right athletes to the games and are we getting the right athletes to the semifinals and using the strength of field that has come out, which was, a, you know, whatever people had their thought it was good. Some people thought it was bad um, or, or worth something or not. There were thoughts it. everywhere. Now, exactly. And we're going to present an idea of what we could actually do and actually step our way through. And you're right. It's, all for fun right now because it's an experiment. Mm -hmm. We already know that it could have done some fun things for the games last year. We do. I mean, so we, if you go back and watch our show. It changed some it important changed, things. It changed some stuff. So um, if you are wanting to see the correct, fittest people, and I'll say this because Chase is he's, uh, he's going to the bathroom. Let, let, me, uh, let, me, let me turn let my... Me, uh, let me, go let ahead. Me go myself. ahead. There, it's just me. It's just me, guys. It's me talking to you. If you want to see the right people that should be going to the games, qualifying in the right spots, come to the show because we'll show it to you. CrossFit will pick it up eventually. It will. I promise. What'd you say? Oh, hey, Chase, you're back. Wait. What'd you say? Oh, uh, we were just talking about the weather. Oh, okay, cool. Talking about the How weather, is the weather? Know. Is it still like sunny in mid 70s like it always is in California? Uh, dude, we had a shit ton of rain. Oh, rain. Like it's been raining. Do you guys even know was... what that looks like anymore? 
Uh, I, now it's like if you get a drizzle, they're saying, oh, my gosh, flash flood. Water. I was going to say, you got like mudslides and, and flash floods totally. in California. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, am I canceled again? I don't know. Third time is a charm. That You know, I, uh, I might be like a cat. You know, I've got seven uh, lives left. Totally. Yeah, you got, you got a yeah, lot more. I got seven lives. It, nice in Texas. It is absolutely beautiful in Texas right now. It's we got California today, weather right now. Because tomorrow won't, won't be. Hmm. No, you know, no. Yeah, you, you guys have like a 24-hour window of every type. Bill, this afternoon we could have a, a hurricane <laughs> with snow. That is Texas weather. <laughs> who knows? Uh, who knows? Uh, while we guys got you on, um, I just want to send a... We talked a, bit, a little bit about this yesterday. We had a huge live show. I think the, the largest live show we have ever had that wasn't an evening time slot or a big, wild episode. So... Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I just want to show you what you guys have done for this show over the last only five days. Check this out. 6,000 views wow. on our um, not controversial discussion about what fitness is and the sport of fitness is. 7,000 on our game show with Tia vs. Laura, which was super fun. If you haven't seen that one, I, I was just told someone was listening to it on their commute from Austin to Dallas. Which was like, where are you going to Dallas? And they just like played along in the car ride. Like this is an yeah. inner it is it's the most interactive show we have ever had, and yeah. it is super fun. We're building a new one for you guys to play along with. Uh, and then yesterday we're already rolling at two thousand. So like, thank you. This is this is what I what I'm putting. This is not to brag. I'm gushing over you as the audience. This is the largest three video six day spans we have ever had in the history of this show and it's thanks to you guys when you share it with your friends when you listen to it at home like thank you thank you thank you so much you guys we are not killing it i can't watch this video seven thousand times you guys do it so thank you so much for all that you guys do bill and i certainly appreciate it it just it doesn't move the needle other than like it get cheesy but like just like my 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 emotional needle Oh, dude. Right? It's like, so, I'm just... It's just so nice. I was shocked. I mean... I got warm, fuzzy feelings because of it. Yesterday, we were shocked. I was, I was shocked. Because here we are. We we were talking about wanting to... Well, let's let's sort of do a, a program on the spot of the of the open, what we think it might be, how we'd go through it. And then... And that's like, what you told me, like, 40 minutes before we went live. You're like, hey, what do we do this? I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, but it was just like, all of a sudden... It was us just sitting in a little room, like coming up and talking back and forth. And we brought all you guys along with us. And I look up and we have 180 people watching us just kind of figuring out what well, should we do? What about this one? How about this? Well, we already had that movement. And what about this movement? That was fun. And it, it, like the, the genesis of the whole show was me and you hanging out at a table, drinking a beer, just talking and whoever wanted to come along with that conversation. And that's yep. exactly what yesterday's was. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun. Uh, speaking of supporting people in the space, Coffee Pods and Wads, old Pedro himself. The final Around the Whiteboard episode will be happening today at noon snobcific time. <laughs> Uh, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, and it is going to be Andrew Hiller versus Brian Spin and Seth Page of Jump Ship Training. So that will be going live. If you guys are watching with us, I just put the link in the chat. Uh, so set your reminders, set your links up, 
get ready to watch that season finale for season one. He's already got people lined up for season two, like Pedro's. Yeah, no, we, yeah he already oh, he's, Well, he's currently like rebuilding up. his space. And I do mean like while we are talking, he yeah, may or may not have electricity or internet in his house. I don't know. Right. This show may not even happen. But <laughs> yes, I believe one of the questions is who is the goat right there on the front page. So this could decide it. You know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe these are the three. Um, I did hear though uh, for Seth especially. Um, if you just refuse to answer the question, right? Just say, hey, who's the goat? And you just pick someone totally off the table. Like it's not between Tia, Rich, and Matt. And you just go with someone new. Uh, he'll give you like six points. Extra points. As long Extra, as you're like yeah. all about it. Yes. Fully, you fully lean into it. Dude, I was just going to ask you. I'm like. <laughs> I'm not bitter about losing to Hiller at all for not <laughs> answering a question. I did so much research for that final question and I got a point. <laughs> Hiller got three because he says there shouldn't be an off-season triple crown. <laughs> the, the, that's what I think is the most interesting thing about his show is the – as he started from the first episode to now, like the, the nuances that people are picking up, you have to say that someone's answer is completely stupid and just bag out them on as hard as you can. Right. You have to come up with something that's completely off-topic and come out from this way-sided angle. But as long as you give like a really colorful example of it, Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get massive points. Massive points. So, uh, uh, and obviously having to keep it condensed. So that's what I think is interesting is the dance that you have to do with answer the question, but do these other have these other filters in there to get the amount of points because you can have a great que- you can have a great answer. Yeah. And you're going to get blasted because you didn't say someone else's answer was stupid. You didn't come up with a really colorful example. Or, or you, or you y- just uh, your 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 answer, even though it's you're right, boring, was way too vil- yeah. Way too vanilla. You're just like, hey, this is the answer, and this is you know, I don't need sixty <laughs> seconds to give you my like. If you just said rich, like like that's not going to work. You got fifty seven seconds to look. If you guys want to know the secret sauce of how to win these things, you got to have good answers. You can't have even if they're vanilla, you got to spice it up somehow. Spice it up. You got to play to your host. There's only one person allocating points, and that is the yeah. host of the show. John Young was hysterical when he did this. <laughs> yeah, John he got Young, so pissed. <laughs> it was so awesome. Like I wish you would have had the sound bites for that one that we used for him. Yeah, our show. Uh, not that I was re- actively rooting against John Young on the show because I was. I'm just the host. I have no dog in the fight. But I just wanted to see what would happen if he lost. Oh man! <laughs> like it say Tyler fun. just hits another five pointer on the last question and beats John <laughs> by by one. <laughs> What that would have turned into. So if you guys are watching now, thanks for being with us. But go check out and support Pedro's season finale show. Uh, it'll be on his YouTube channel, Coffee Pods and Wads. Uh, go to his Instagram where uh, I believe Hiller has a, uh, a pump-up video. I don't, know, I don't know what you would call that for himself. Yeah, hype, um, yeah, hype video. Oh, well, either that or they call that masturbation, don't they? Uh, oh, uh, wow. I don't know if I want to see that pump up video. Um, I believe that is a subscription based. Let's see if we can get our, our, our YouTube channel striked again because I played Mal's retirement video. Boys and girls and all of you limousine ride and wheel and deal and kiss. Steal the members of the audience. Andrew Hither has arrived. I'm here to style and profile in only way that I can. Across from me are two so-called champions of their own domain. We got Brian Spin of the Barbell Spin wheeling his little tail. Thinking that he's had the entire world figured out <laughs> over here. 
We've got Seth of Jump Ship Training, who can never stay in port long enough to see the store on the horizon. And about what ships you can jump from and what stories that you can tell as quick as you can tell. You've got to be able to walk down the aisle and prove that you are the man. And I am the man. I, Andrew Hiller, have been the man since my feet hit this earth. Brian Spin, you think that you are clever. But you're about to figure out that all the news in the world won't be able to help you figure out what it's like to be locked-legged in the middle of this ring. And Seth. Oh, Seth, you may have jumped ship, but you are about to walk down the plank and jump into the deep end with I don't need Hiller's board. shorts to go any lower, by the way. Out the diamonds <laughs> are forever, and Andrew Hiller is forever. I'm bringing the glitz, I'm bringing the glam, I'm bringing the fashion. Because to be the man, you have got to beat the man, and I am the man. I'm bringing the pain, the flair, and the excitement that only I can. And when it is all said and done, you're going to be left in the dust wondering what hit you as I walk out the victor undeniable and unassailable because I'm Andrew Hiller <laughs> and I cannot be ignored that's yeah, good he, ne he needs a microphone in his hand to just straight up WWE it yeah up. it was good although was I was like good. hey can you stop putting your hands in your underwear because like I'm about <laughs> I'm about to see it like the amount of like man parts I've seen on texts in the last year, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> uh, Brian Spin, uh, Brian Spin uh, had a uh, rebuttal. So here's uh, Brian Spin's rebuttal. In here this afternoon. Oh, that song is surely going to get us canceled. So oh, I can't do it. Sorry, Spin. <laughs> Sorry, Spin. Go see Spins. <laughs> nope. <laughs> is Hiller the Pat McAfee of CrossFit? That's not bad. That's not ah, bad. Yeah, maybe. That's not bad. Please capitalize the F. This is the wrong show to be spelling that word wrong. Yes, I'm a, st <laughs> I'm a stickler. Not even a snob, stickler. Those are the rules. Please capitalize that F. I don't care what Matt Fraser says. Uh, okay, so that will be this afternoon. Let's talk more about what is in the space because just dropped is the final matchup. For 24.3, this is all but, what, 10 minutes old, and you have the six-time CrossFit Games champion, Tia Toomey, versus Ariel Lowen for 24.3, and it'll be at Proven HQ. So uh, Tia and Shane just uh, open up the doors to their freaking mega facility <laughs> down there. Is it, I believe it's still in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Tia versus Ariel. Oh, Mark Musk. They're both moms. Wait, 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 wait. What? what? No. No. Th no, they are not moms. No. You know what I like about this? It's like Mega Church versus Street Corner Preacher. <laughs> <laughs> no? Because <laughs> I didn't want to say like massive mega affiliate versus garage gym affiliate owner. In trainer, uh, I mean but, that would have sounded good too. The 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 megalith versus the uh, I like I like Joel Olstein versus the crazy person on the street corner. You know, not crazy person, the uh, the evangelist. But I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know if evangelist is actually a good term. Those terms elude me. But you guys get what I'm saying. You guys get what I'm saying. Ariel versus Tia. Of the um, three, what are you most fired up about? I'm this one. Why? Uh I would just like to see. Say it. I would like to see what Ariel can bring to it. 
right? I also want to see what Tia looks like. Not physically, like competitively. No, no I got you. Right? You, you don't well, I know the, you got me, but like in the world the, of come on, you're fine. victim community, someone's going to come out here and try to white knight for them. Wrong podcast and wrong person. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Wrong podcast, wrong person. Um, Part I, two, though. Uh, Justin Mertens, just because I want to see uh, what Mertens does. It's kind of a wild card right now. And, I, I ha- and not even like competitively. I just want to know what he says. <laughs> dude, I, 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 so same, I, same thing. I'm really fired up about uh, Ariel and T. I think that um, there's an element of Rocky versus Mr. T with these two ladies, I think. Oh, okay. You got the garage gym. You got Mr. T training down ah. in like the basement. Like that kind of like, no, I'm coming from you. I'm not in my nice sparkly. I mean, I know she's the champ, but. So it was Rocky. Well, I would say Drago versus Rocky because, like, Drago had all those, like, computer simulation technology, just, like, the best of the best, no holds, like, uh, what is it? Uh, Spare no expense, Jurassic Park. No, I get it. I get it. But the reason I say Mr. T is because I see Ariel as being more, not like I have to learn to go back to my roots or whatever. She just is, like, no, she's... She's there. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not like, yes, I'm a mom. No, she's a mom. Oh, she's there they, to do they, hold on. Breaking news. Colt Mertens is on the show. Spoiler alert. Okay. I will win. That's my dude. Right on. Okay. That's my so with dude. him, what, I, what I'm excited about that one, dude, I want to see him just take Justin at the knees in his own house. Like how, how crazy is that whole idea? Yeah. Like someone says something like, uh, I remember when one of the, uh, maybe it was, uh, maybe it was, Ooh, Battle of the Barns. Maybe it was right? Nikki saying, the Shred like, Shack you know, I don't really think the, uh, that Justin has home court advantage because it's in his house. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. It's in your house. So for Colton to come in and just... Ooh, in your house? Just bitch slap you in your house. You know me, gangster? Colton, you can you can do this or not. I'm not do telling you what to do. I, I, just, I just saw this picture come up in uh, the year's 2009. Dallas Cowboys just opened their brand new $2 billion stadium. I believe it's like a Sunday night or it's opening week, opening weekend, primetime NFL game, the Dallas Cowboys versus the mouth breather Eli Manning and the New York Giants. <laughs> and that son of a gun goes out, beats the Cowboys by two, walks into the locker room, takes a Sharpie, signs his name on the wall with the score, with the caption of first First game in the new Cowboys stadium. And I hate Eli Manning, but that's the most gangster shit I've ever seen. Dude, that's so badass. Yeah. Bring it's, a Sharpie, Colton. So, uh, you know, no, just get it. Just, hey, win it. Grab a block of chalk and just sign that shit on the black mats. <laughs> because sign it's it. the most. Uh, but Justin, you know, uh, like, no dog in the fight. If you want to put a dachshund out there, you can. Shout out. I still think it should have been Doc Mertens, but that's just me. Would have been a great name. Would have been a great name. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I would just, yeah, it would be a good battle. Battle of the Barns. Shredshed versus, I don't know, what, uh, Colton, I don't know. What do you want to? The Barn. The Barn. Like is that what it is? It's just the, the Barn? Shredshed versus, well, a barn. Yeah. Like a barn. Oh, we got to give it a name. Got to give it a name. Dude, a farmer just calls it the Barn. All right. All right, all right. It doesn't. It, oh, Again, you know what? That is Burns. He, he doesn't need flash. He, he doesn't need flash. That's all right, all right, dude. all right, all right, all right. All right, I'm I'm down. But a uh, final matchup. So we got 
four athletes week one. Um, we don't know officially where it will be, but uh, the barbell spin detectively found that it should be at CrossFit Pleasanton, which I don't know why they haven't announced yet. Now that's, I mean, now it's Proven HQ and Justin's Shred Shed. Why week one? It's a week away. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, all right, little preview, little preview of what our show is going to look like. If, uh, like I said, if you guys remember back in December, we did a little bit of a show called Inside the Leaderboard, a mock run of what the open quarters, strength of field calculation, and games allocated spots could look like in the form of only using your worldwide ranking after the open, average with your worldwide ranking after quarterfinals, which would be the only full worldwide qualification field with the most athletes to make the open and quarterfinals matter even more. Quarterfinals matters because it gets you to semifinals, but opens is the one is like, how do we make this more entertaining? How do we make this more than just a fun run? The fun run, great, right? Fitness fun run, your annual fitness checkup, that's great. It's what it should be. We like that. We know that it's just not the open of old. That's quarterfinals now. Right. It's a new open. We're taking 25%. There's more people competing at quarterfinals probably this year than the first Open ever. But what I want to see is what would the world look like in the CrossFit competitive landscape if you use the Open and the quarterfinals as your strength of field calculation and removing age group and team athletes who will not be competing at semifinals. So you're only going to take the semifinal field. Uh, we worked with Mike Halpin and he put together this amazing presentation for us that we went through and we'll show you just a little preview if you guys weren't here the first time uh, we'll show you what that looks like from the top and it'll look like this every week we are going to look at the leaderboard as it stands week to week so after week one we're going to look at the leaderboard and see what is the top 100 currently in the world after week one so we'll look at who the winners are we'll talk about what the event was We'll go through how the open announcement went, and then we'll look at the worldwide leaderboard and create a top 100. What's nice about week one is the top 100 in the leaderboard for men and women is the top 100 worldwide. That'll be really easy. We're going to take that top 100 and then use a strength of field calculation for the worldwide leaderboard, which is you take the top 100. We'll go through that. You take the top 100, and then you spread it out through the seven semifinal regions around the world. So, for example, you have North America West, North America East, Europe, Asia, Africa, South America, and Oceania. Once we get our top 100, you take it for the men and the women, and you spread them out through their semifinal so, hey, 40 men in Europe are in the top 100 after week one of the Open. 27 in East, 20 in West, 7 in South America. And then you take these positions and you run the DeHaunt method using this. Now, we said the very minimum and the only thing we'll give is every semifinal will get one allocated game spot. Just one. Right now, uh, East, West, Europe get five. Asia, South America get two, Oceania gets three, and Africa gets one. We're going to take that off the table. Everybody gets one, and the next 33 will be allocated. So we'll take that and then redo the games qualifying calculation. We'll yep. do that for men and women each week in the open and quarterfinals. 
And I, I really think that that's important, the way, how you how you putting all that together, because, you know, we always talk about how the games are supposed to find the fittest. So you have to get the right people there. The other thing is that you, you know, we, we've turned it into wanting it to be as inclusive and global as possible. Fine. So that kind of gives everybody a chance. It's kind of the uh, uh, it rides the line between both of them. So everybody, everybody gets a person in there. There's your all inclusive. Now we get the fittest people on there. And it really it, it, it's huge because it makes the open count. So as you're going through all the math and we're looking at all the players, you know, everyone knows that the, 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 this is the fitness festival, the fun run, mm-hmm. but it's got to count for something. And so for the elites, it counts. And I, th- and I if we, this way it counts. And I think that's important, yeah. not just for them individually, but for their region. Because if you go to your competition and maybe you're not going to win, but you have more people that are qualifying, okay, it's like, okay, well, now our region gets more spots. Yep. And if you're, you know, we've seen it. Guy didn't get in. Mm-hmm. That was a big one because of the number of uh, athletes that were allowed, <laughs> whereas they could have. So I, I think. Barkley, every time. Just, every just time. a new. <laughs> Every time. Okay. Allocating elite fitness. Yes. That's huge. It's super important. It is super important. And listen, this is just for fun. This is to show you how entertaining the, the season could be. So some of this will be actual recap of what happened. And then the rest will just be projection of what could be. How exciting a week-to-week show could be with a leaderboard style strength of field calculation using performances that are happening in real time week-to-week during the Open and during quarterfinals. So as we look at this, just to touch more again, this is just a preview of what it could be. If you guys want to see the whole show, we did an entire show on this back in December. You guys can go back and find it. This is using 2023's numbers, but every week we're like, all right, here's your 96 through 100, your bottom five in the top 100, and then the five on the outside looking in. We get to talk about these athletes in more than just scrolling through a leaderboard. Usually you just look at the front page of the top 50 and move on. Now we're going to talk about this. Hey, we know Europe's got 12 (laughs) spots after week one, and they've got one guy on the outside, but North America East has two, right? And if if they can replace those two European guys that are 99 and 100, then maybe the East can pick up an extra spot in week two. And we do that again for week three, and then the quarterfinals. And then going to the last phase of the quarterfinals, because this will be submission window one and submission window two, we could be going into submission window two in quarterfinals with games spots on the line for semifinals and talk to the exact named athletes who are on the outside looking in in whatever semifinal they have to be, knowing if these two get in the top 100 at the end of the second submission window, South America, Oceania, Africa, whoever can get an extra spot and take one away. There are going to be people that you've never heard of before that are going to be basically up with this setup holding their region's uh, numbers in their hand. And we're going to be talking to people we've never even talked about before, yeah. ever. Yeah. It's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. So I'm really excited about that show. The other part we're going to do is that we're going to do a preview, a prediction show of what the next event could be. So for example, Dave Castro may release a hint the Wednesday or Tuesday before Thursday goes. We'll look at that hint as well as do another thing. And we're going to go the extra step because this is a programming show. We like to talk about programming quite a bit for obvious reasons. But we got things that we can look at. For example, we know that there is no basically 
sharing of programming or information when it comes to, say, cap or .com, but it's fun to speculate. So why not? It's like, hey, Bill, we got a, uh, we got a bird sitting on a branch, but there's three twigs and every leaf is a different color. Oh, well, that maybe it's a monostructural weightlifting gymnastic. Well, hey, Bill, let's go take a look at this week's programming for CAP. Oh, let's look at Thursday's workout. I see pull-ups, wall ball shots, and running. Well, maybe, just maybe, we'll throw it out there. That is a WMG triplet, but that could be each color of the leaf. However, I doubt they're going to put pull-ups and wall ball and shuttle runs in week one for 24.1 because that's what the Friday workout's going to be. And we know the Friday work at like 24.1 will be sitting there on Friday. Well, I'm, I'm saying the wrong event, but like you guys get what I'm saying. So we're going to go through a week of cap. Do all these movements, are they excluded from the open announcement or are they on the table? Right? Maybe, maybe Thursday is what, <laughs> who knows? Right. Who knows? But we'll go through a week of cap. We'll dissect all the programming leading up into the open. Again, this will be the day before the open announcement, 24 hours before. But on top of that, we'll also look at a little thing called dot com. Hey, let's go. Okay, Wednesday. Wednesday today. Oh, they did DT. All right, so deadlifts, hang power cleans, and push jerks at 155 and 105. What do they do on Tuesday, Bill? Oh, they did running. Ooh, like all out running. Gross. <laughs> I'm just seeing this for fun. Uh, what do you do on Monday? Uh, oh, I like Monday. AMRAP in eight minutes, 25 foot handstand walk, 10 kettlebell swings at 70 and 53. I actually like that workout a lot. Good. That yeah. would be a super cool quarterfinals workout, right? Aim wrap in eight minutes, unbroken 25-foot handstand. Well, now you got 25%, so put the five feet in there. Five feet in there, let them play, let them play. The, the elite will do it unbroken. But then say like a dual kettlebell snatch or a hang power snatch with 75 and 55, Does sound a little familiar what we were talking about yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 10 snatches, hang, 10 hang power snatches, 75 and 55, 25 foot handstand walk, eight minutes. Mm-hmm. That'll be a separator, but everybody would get to play. All right, so we're just playing around here. It's like, okay, well, we know Wednesday. And so we have this big question mark going into Thursday. What's Thursday going to be? Right? What's the open announcement going to be? What's the Friday workout going to be? And we're going to go through all of those things week in and week out throughout the Open, as well as run our Inside the Leaderboard show. We'll have some speculation. We'll have some predictions. We'll have some special guests on the show who can make it and just talk about the week before and what we can see the week after. And we just want to create a weekly, entertaining show, midweek, same time each week, and just let you guys have some fun with us during the Open. And that's I what it's going to be. I think it'll be super fun. It, I mean, it, it, and we're, you know we're going to nerd out crazy, especially Hard. on the dot-com. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, for the games, I mean, when they did first cut, that was one of the events that were, or one of the workouts that was on dot-com. All of the uh, open workouts get programmed on dot-com. Mm-hmm. So they already have, they're already putting all that together. So if we see movements that are coming up to days before the open, those probably aren't going to be events that you're going to be having to deal with for the open. Yeah. So I mean that those are going to be real important things to look at and something that I don't think a lot of people have really looked at before. They only ever went off of Dave's clue. Yeah. I don't think many people look back to be like, okay, well, what was the day before or two days before on com? Yeah. I don't think many people did that. No. So now we, but we have access to that now. We can talk about all those things. Do you have time to pull something up real fast? What do you want? 
Can you do last year's open? Pull up <sighs> the open on dot com. Ooh, just that see, may take see. some scrolling. Uh, no, month, February, year 23, search. Let's see. Open. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Great idea. Share. Pull up. All right. So this is this is 23A and B. We had an A and B? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah the yeah, other yeah. one was in March. Okay, so this is 23.2A and B, programmed on a Friday, which was shuttle runs and burpee pull-ups, followed by a one-rep max thruster. So let's just roll down to see what Thursday was. Turkish get-ups and 400-meter runs. Hmm. So they did have running and then shuttle runs. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. okay. Wednesday, 200-meter farmer carry, 100-meter walking lunge, 50-meter handstand walk, AMRAP in 20 minutes. I would like to do that. <laughs> um, all right. Nothing really to interfere with the lift. On the Tuesday, a weighted chest-to-bar pull-up, a weighted dip, and run a mile for time. Way more running than I thought Way they would Way more running have. than I thought they would have going into that. Sunday before Monday was a rest day. Uh, Cindy XXX. Have you done that one? We did this at a level one once. Oh, uh, yeah. 10, 20, 30, pull up, push up, squat, then 15, 30, 45, 20, and then you just like kept going. Yeah. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. Now, yeah. one thing to note though, this was when they were doing their three-on-one-off rotation. It's now three-on-one-off, two-on-one-off, two on, one which means true. typically the Thursdays, let's just see what it is. Would be the rest. Let, let, huh? me, uh, yeah, let me take a look at this. Workout of the day, DT, so it's Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. Sunday should be a rest day. It is a rest day. Saturday, Friday, yep, Thursday should be a rest day. So right now, the Thursdays, different than before because... The, the rest day could have fallen on a Friday, depending on how to it. Now we know it's three on one off, two on one off. If they keep that system, the Thursday before fr the Friday open release will always be a rest day. Yeah. Which is new. Huh. Which is new. But that will be a part of the show. That will be a part of the show. Um, if you guys want to see what this show could possibly look like, if you guys go to, it's called the 2023 CrossFit Games Inside the Leaderboard Show. That's the show we did back in December. It's about two hours, uh, two hours long. And we went through exactly what it could possibly look like. If you're rolling with us on YouTube, I just dropped the link in there for the show. Go and watch that. And that'll give you a great idea of what this could look like. We also talked about the benefits of it. Um, not necessarily the realities of the challenge that it could possibly pose to make sure everybody's doing the right things in the open. <laughs> Right, right, right. But um, that's what it's going to look like. So if you guys want to go watch that, or if you want to go listen to it, watching is much better. Uh, listening, it's not really a show made for radio. Nah, <laughs> you have to you have to see the graphics. Well, because Halpin just crushed the graphics. Yeah, absolutely crushed the graphics. But uh, yeah, go check that out, and uh, we'll be back here next week, full on, ready to go. We'll we'll give you a look at what the top one hundred looks like. Say maybe. As it currently stands, right right now we know we know what the top 100 is now because they take it from it's basically two years of competition from the 2022 CrossFit Games season and 2023 CrossFit Games season. There is an official top 100 right now that CrossFit has put out. You can know exactly 
what the game spots would be if nothing changed. We'll bring all that to the table for you guys coming into the week one preview show. We'll guess what the workout's going to be based off what the hint is, what the programming has been so far for .com and CAP. And then we'll just uh, sit back and let it unfold week to week as it goes. So we just want to do a preview show of what this will be week in, week out. Obviously, thank you guys for tuning in today. Go watch Pedro's show. It'll be happening in just over one hour. Pedro's finale of season one of Around the Whiteboard will be going down. And uh, yeah, oh, I think every week we should pull up our OG in the Open leaderboard too. Give some shout outs. Totally should, yeah. Yeah, so, well, so if, you guys, there, yeah, if you guys haven't done get that, Go to your custom leaderboards. Use the hashtag OG in the open. That is our custom leaderboard for the show. And other than that, man, I'm super pumped. Super pumped. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about the, the Friday show? Uh, I'm still building it out. Okay. We may need to push it to Tuesday. Okay. We need to push it. Yeah. But uh, well, I'll preview this. We did a Tia vs. Laura game show. It was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Biggest show we've ever done outside of Dave Castro being on the podcast talking about the Cross <laughs> Games. That doesn't count. We talked about that yesterday. But we've designed one for the men. We've designed one for the men. And I'm calling it the Five Horsemen. We are, we are going to pit head to head to head to head to head yeah. of five men that I believe are not only running for the podium, but all have a shot at winning the CrossFit Games. And we are going to pit Ricky Garrard versus Roman Krennikov versus Justin Medeiros versus Jeff Adler in the highly disrespected Pat Vellner. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to pit all five men against each other in a new game show style that everyone will be able to play and interact with, with more points on the line, more room for trash talk and discussion, and depending on the guests we have, more sound bites that I can bring up to bring disrupt the entire show. But oh, yeah. that will do it for us here on Inside the Leaderboard. Go watch Pedro's show in about an hour. Give him some love. Cheer for the guests. Uh, shit on all the points that uh, Pedro does or doesn't give out <laughs> based on how they answer the questions. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday, 1215 Central, 1015 Pacific. I was going to give you shit again, but Pacific. You, can, you can't do that. I don't even, I don't even feel it. Yeah, his, yeah, you're good. You're, you're good. But uh, thank you guys for rolling with us. We will see you guys for sure next week for this show. But if not, we'll see you guys in a little bit as we bring the open hard charging Less than eight days away for the 2024 CrossFit game season. See you guys. Later.